talking about you with Estra, season eight, episode 32. Remember, we're here Monday through Friday from 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Thank you for being here today because I appreciate your time and look forward to sharing information, ideas, and comment. It makes us all better people. Today's topic, or actually for the week, since it's Monday, it's going to be being happy and content. And one of the reasons why I decided to do that for this week is because holidays are drawing near. And oftentimes, when we get to the holidays, there's a lot of emotions that either come out from things of the past or worried about current memories or a lack of money for participation in activities. And with holidays, this is truly an endless list. But there are ways to keep your contentment and to be happy through the holidays. So we want to start touching on that by the end of the week. We'll have a lot to talk about what's been going on in the last week. And another shooting has happened. The Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh, 11 people have been killed and others injured. And why? And why another senseless killing? Has Congress been on their J-O-B? Do they know what a J-O-B is, talking about us not having one or not doing one or not, as we say, not getting paid what we should? What are they doing for what they're getting paid for? That's a good question. We have been asking about gun control for how long? They haven't even brought up the topic since this shooting. Is it an old record or a broken record or a sad record? I think they're all three. I think Congress knows in particularly what they should have done a long time ago. And I hope when you go to the polls this coming next week, you'll know what to do to protect our country and our way of life and our way of thinking, our morality. We can't just can't keep going down a black hole, you know. I don't want to use the word black hole because they've made it such a, a dark hole, let's say. I don't like the black hole thing because they've made black people out to be scapegoats in so many different issues and use us as the, just like game to shoot at. Whatever goes wrong in the country, they point it at us. And, and I particularly also believe that's a wrong thing too. So that's a show for another day. Okay, we want to just go ahead and talk about guns, gun control. People's lives are important. Yes, people are still getting shot in Chicago, too. And don't bring up that garbage about black-on-black crime. You want all of this hatred and all this nonsense to go away? Congress, do your job. People need work. Detroit needs clean water. We need things to be done the way they should be done. Everyone deserves respect. And I assume, I might be wrong, I'd love for us to give it a try, if we all started respecting each other in the way that we should our lives, all of our lives would be better. When uh, corporations decide not to stop cheating us, giving their CEOs more money that they can use in a lifetime and start not trickling it down from the bottom, let's have a new game. Let's try trickling it up. Would not be a good thing. I personally think it would be a great thing because we'd have far fewer people hurting, doing crazy things, just going out of their minds because they don't have what they need. I suspect when more people get what they need, then our country will be in a better place. They're always talking about, oh, the economy's great, job production's up, right? Uh, unemployment's down. Really, where are you looking? You obviously aren't looking at the people who are not employed. 
Because if you were, you wouldn't be saying these things. Why are there so many people no longer employed that have been dropped from the rolls? Is it because your numbers can look better? I would challenge you and say, why don't you start looking to see where those people who dropped out of the market was? Or let's even talk about Social Security. Decades ago, they would give people the care that they needed. And please don't let me start talking about the donut hole because that's a whole other story. And when you get information in the mail that says you're not even in the donut hole and they haven't even been given your Medicaid, Medicare or your Medicare prescriptions, what is going on with people in America right now think they're in the donut hole when they're not and not getting their medication? Who's responsible for that? How much greed can we stand from corporate America? Who else has the means to pull this crap off? Who has the means to hurt people who need help, who don't have a large voice? At least people don't think they do. I want to challenge that thought, too. I believe people on Social Security Disability and Medicare have a large voice. All you have to do is start looking at all the commercials for the money that people want from you. Just take a look. Do you see right now all these Medicare commercials for private industry? You think that's by accident? You think that's because you're not worth something? You are worth something. You're worth a lot to them, and many of us together to them is worth even more. So don't get off thinking you're not worth something. And just because you're disabled, disabled or injured or sick doesn't decrease your worth. Did you hear me? Your worth has not changed. You're still here. You're above the earth. You have worth. Your voice, your power, your vote matter. And they always will. Don't believe the lie. Whether you're living indoors or outdoors, you still have value. Whether they're paying you a decent wage or they're not paying you a decent wage, you have value. Whether your insurance company is paying you what they should as they promised or they're not, you still have value. Never forget it. You have value. Don't ever think that, they, that you don't. I am so impressed by the Tree of Life Synagogue and the demonstration they're showing they've lost 11 of their members. And they're still standing tall, standing strong. I'm just in awe of how moved, they are moving through this transition. God is with them. And they are with the ones that have passed on and are with him. I believe that because there's no other way these people could demonstrate their faith in the way that they are. I've never seen a demonstration of faith so recently after a shooting incident. These people are seeking the face of God from my perspective. That's what they're doing. It's a great example for us all to see. Does that mean that the other other shooting incidents were not are not valued? Oh yes, they're all valued, they're all important, and they all need what? Gun control. Congress, hello, wake up. You're sitting around here talking and using your mouth about all these different things. But what actions have you taken? The only actions you take are the ones that benefit you and your lobbyists. And we're sick of that. You hear some of the millennials talking about they're they're not going to vote. Millennials vote. People died so you could vote. People struggled for you to vote. Lewis, Congressman Lewis, got injured, got hit, has been stoned. Martin Luther King was just killed. So many people have died so you can vote. 
don't just disrespect the vote. Vote because it's your right and your duty to vote. This is your country. You give up your rights, you'll end up back in slavery if you can't get another Congress like this. They're not there to help you. If they were, you would see it, starting with your student loans. Do you remember how hard you guys were struggling when you got out of high school or, excuse me, college graduating when there was no jobs and you had all those high student loans out there? In fact, many of you still got them. So just don't be played. Choose to stand up. And I should have started this with, you know, that we, our condolences and sympathy for the people who were shot in their families and in their congregations. Uh, because that's important. But I'm also tired of those same old tired words, not because they don't hold true. They hold true. But America is better than this. We need gun control laws. We don't need to just pretend. Okay? We need people in there who are genuine in our Congress and that are real, that are willing to do things and step up to the plate and do what is right. You know, I think that is just so important. And talking about doing something right, I am so proud of the migrants who are walking towards the United States of America. Do you remember that, 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 that Liberty woman standing in the middle of the water in New York City? You know why she's holding up that light? She's lighting that light for people to come to a place that's supposed to stand for integrity, morality, justice, a place where people can come and find freedom. Is this administration saying we no longer believe in freedom? that we're only going to choose the people who can come here by their race, creed, or color? What are they really saying? Because these people are coming, and they are asking for asylum, and they should get it. If you walked that far, you were that determined <clears throat> because you were being tortured in your own country. Don't you think those people deserve to be heard? Do you think they just want to walk to America because it's America? <laughs> Give me a break. How many other countries are there in the world? A lot. Okay. They are walking to get away from some terrible situations. So acknowledge it. Give them the respect that they deserve. And the thing I love about it was Trump put out a statement saying, if you come, we're going to put out the National Guard. So I'm going to stop you. Right? They said, we are coming to America. We are walking. They didn't say they were driving, flying the plane, sitting there having caviar, caviar, whoever it is, caviar, facing out here. Not too many words, I hope, today. Because <laughs> you know how sometimes my, my brain just stops. But that's okay because I just ask it to come back on. You know, sometimes it stays on. Most of the time it does. Thank God towards the show. Sometimes I get fatigued, but that's okay. I know who I am, and I know the issues in which I have. But I still will continue to fight for the things that I believe are right for our country. Just no matter how much or how small or what I can do, I know that's important. And I also know that is the same for you. <clears throat> I don't know why I keep getting frogs here. Maybe a little coffee will help. <clears throat> As you can tell, that's one of the favorite things I have during the day. Okay, let's see if that helps. One guy was killed today. They didn't mention his name. They didn't say where he was from. You know, if it would have been someone else, they would have, the bombers, like we'll talk about in a minute, 
They'd have had him splattered all over every place. But the man who chose to find a better life was killed in a fight today of the migrants. Does that mean they're all fighters? No, it does not. It means they're probably hungry. <clears throat> they're probably tired. They're hurting. I'm sure they ain't got no good shoes they've been walking all these miles from. If they're on the way, you see them, you see they need some shoes, and you can afford to do so, give them a pair of shoes. Or if you have a, a pair of shoes you no longer use, give them a pair of shoes. As long as you don't have any trinkets in them or anything, just give them the pair of shoes. We are really all in this together. This, to me, is a, is a, something on America. It's not on those migrants. It's, it's a, it shows us the, the content of our character. If they're willing to walk that far with very little, not even having water sometimes, and those who have been giving them water uh, to, uh, down the, as they've come across, as they're walking, thank you. Thank you for caring. You give them food, thank you for caring. You know because you're probably only one paycheck away from being them. That's right. It only takes that one paycheck for many Americans. And it might be even not even a paycheck. Now it might be just two weeks. Forget a paycheck. It may just be two weeks. So the third one I want to talk about, because you know I could stay on this for a long time, is the bomb, more bomb, pipe bombs have been found in the mail. So what is all this hatred about? Why are these guys hating? I think they're hating because they lost their jobs, their way of life, their incomes. You didn't see that many white people blowing stuff up and being so angry when they had good jobs. You saw them going to work, doing the best they can, could, and just trying to improve themselves, their lives, and their family. They didn't have a lot of time for this craziness. But now what happened? White, rich folks at the top, they forgot who and where they came from. They don't want to look behind them because what, what, what might they see themselves? You don't want to see what it might be to be poor. But from my perspective, being poor is not the issue. The issue is how you live with what you have can do. When you're trying just to be your best in life, Respect yourself. It's got to start with self-respect. Respect yourself. Respect others. And do the best you can every single day. That's what it's about. It's, a, it's not about anything else. It's not about looking at somebody else and being resentful, right? I think that's one of the things people who are disabled have to confront in the beginning. You have to confront that you are disabled, that you are injured, but you have to go from that point on and say, okay, this is where I am today. What can I do today and what can I contribute today? Because everyone, regardless of where we are in life, can contribute. We can talk, right, when we feel we're able to. We can walk when we feel we're able to. We can share when we are able to. These are good qualities and good things. Anyone can do. We all have issues or problems going on in our lives. I don't care if you have much or you don't have anything. You still got problems. The thing is to choose to do the best you can to overcome those hurdles, those hurdles, okay, or those obstacles. I think I tried to mix obstacles and hurdles there. It was kind of a funny word, but that's okay. 
The, the key is to keep on going, to stand up, to never give up, and to never give in. Politicians are really serious about getting away from all this hatred, which I believe is just projection on one's own harm and hurt inside. Okay, let's not play like it's somebody else's problem. It's because you're hurting inside. But you've got to choose what to do with that hurt. You can look at someone and say, I'm very happy that person's life is going well, even perhaps though mine's not. It's not that hard to say, and it's not that hard to believe. You can accept that. Yet on the same, uh, on the same coin, or the other side of the coin, in other words, you can say, I'm going to continue to try to do my best to get myself better. And I'm going to just work towards that and let no one stop you. And particularly harassment, intimidation of auto insurance, your ERISA employers, Social Security, long-term disability, law enforcement, I don't care who it is. I don't know who might be trying to block your goals and your dreams, but it's not theirs, and they have no right to. That means you still might have to fight because a lot of times these people are working together against those who have the least. And why? Why? Why would they decide they want to hurt people who are barely making it? Are they so interested in taking from people who can hardly protect themselves? If they're so bad, why don't you just go bully Wall Street? Yeah, because they take your butts to court, right? They keep you in court for 10 years. And then you're spending your money instead of taking that of the people who have very little. So it's always easier to take it from those who don't have much, isn't it? But you know what, those who don't have much? When we as a team work together and pool our resources, our minds, our bodies, our spirits, our money, our hopes, our dreams, we can make it. And that starts really with you showing and believing that you have. And how do you do that? By going and voting. And if you get to the voting booth next week and they say, well, you're not registered, you tell them you want a ballot anyway and you want to vote. And like I said, make sure you tear off the little bottom that shows the number you have for your vote. And later on, you go back and you ask, did my vote count? And if it didn't count, I hope someone like the ACLU organization will go and say, why did this person's vote not count? It should have counted. They are an American citizen, and they have a right to vote. You know, I was really discouraged the other week when I found out that they were saying they were just throwing people off the rolls in certain states just because their names didn't match. And that was like little tiny things like, you know, spaces or hyphens or spell letters, right? And the majority of them were black people. Why? Don't they think black people have suffered enough? Don't you think slavery was bad enough? Don't you think Reconstruction was bad enough? Don't you think uh, the Watts riots were bad enough? Don't you think that MLK's death was bad enough? It's all bad enough. We don't need any more of this in America. We need to unite. And the good thing of it is most of the young kids in America are. They aren't interested in, in skin tone. The majority of them are not. They're interested in better lives. They're interested in making sure they can get their degrees. They're interested in being able to be able to afford a house which it looks like many of them won't even be able to do. Why is that? Because we've got a Congress that's not paying attention and only cares about them and their families. 
Because if this Republican Congress cared about us, we would be in a better place today. They've had a year and a half to show what they're about. A year and a half. What have they done? I haven't seen them do anything for the poor or the middle class other than talk. Anybody can talk. You can talk. You can believe whatever you want to believe, right? If it's just talk. But that's not what they're supposed to do. That's not their job just to talk. Their job is to act, to act for all the people, right? For all the people in America, not some of the people, not the ones who can already have more resources than they'll ever need, not them. All right, but I, I'm going to go on because you know how I can get I can get on without getting into today's topic, which is being content and happy, or happy and content. Now, pain and suffering does not have to cut off all the happiness and contentment in your life. Yes, you have to accept what's going on. Your injuries, maybe they're permanent, maybe they're temporary, somewhere in between. And yes, it causes a lot of suffering not only in your body, but in your soul. Yes, I believe you have a soul. And I think sometimes the injuries to the soul can hurt more than in the body. And I think that's why you have to heal them both. You have to love yourself. You can't, you can't be terrorized by shame, fear, and intimidation. And that's a lot of things people like to use today just to get their way. But you can't have that. Yeah, you have to accept that you maybe have been, you've lost an arm or a leg, right? Or perhaps uh, you're mentally challenged more than you use pain. Maybe you have tons of, tons of things going on that you really can't control, and that's very frustrating. And I would agree with all of that. Those are all true. But sometimes you can just look out your window. You can see a beautiful tree, and you can say, wow, that tree looks good. I'm enjoying that. That is something, that's a gift that I've gotten. Right? But there's something that will be given to you in that day that's a good thing. Maybe somebody, somebody goes by and says, gives you a, good, a, good, a great hug, a big hug. Right? Maybe there's something else. Maybe you actually got something in the mail that, that lifted your spirits. Okay? That's about the soul. Right? Yeah, it, it, can, it can sometimes... It's okay to be in a sad place because you've got to you've got to couple what's going on inside. What does it mean that you have to lose your happiness and content? You can be in pain. You can have chronic pain every day, and choose not to be sad. Do you, can you stop that pain from happening? No, you can't. But you can look outside, and, and or you can walk outside, or you can talk to someone, or uh, you can eat something you like, or there's a myriad of things that can happen. You can just go take a nice, wonderful shower. There are things that you can do to just provide yourself with happiness and content. It's not always focusing on what is wrong. Let me say that again, because right now in America we have that issue, and I think the reason why so many people are focusing on what is wrong is because there's a lot of things that are. But you can't just look at Make that glass, like they say, you know, fill it up with things that give you peace and joy. And it doesn't have to be something that is from something you don't have. Don't pay attention to advertisements to say, in order to be happy, you have to have X, Y, and Z, because you don't. 
You don't have to have all those things. What you have to have is peace inside of you and contentment. Yes, I just lost my leg. Now I'm going to have to try to figure out how to walk without it or, or use a, another leg, okay? There's a million and one things that can happen, right? I just lost my car. I just got in a car accident. I didn't have insurance. Now I've lost my car and I can't get around and I need to go to work. That's true. Now you have to come up with another idea. But you can still be content in those things. Yes, you can be harassed, intimidated, and bullied, but you don't have to receive all of that and internalize it inside of you. You can decide that, yeah, those things are happening. It's something I don't like. But I'm going to look for things that make me a better person. I'm going to look for ways to get back to work. I'm going to look for ways just to get my life organized in this direction. Yes, it can happen. If you need ideas, go out to EstherSeattle.com. It's my blog. There's there's hundreds of articles out there for support. Or EstherCarWreckHelps.com. And by the way, I still have not got that out uh, for the book this It'll take me a little time, but I promise to be there. You can also send me a, a, a note at sales at estrescarwreckhelp.com. Uh, let me know that you did want to get the book for 5 bucks or four eighty-eight, and I will make sure that that happens for you. So there are third-party, like I said, people out there selling my book. How that's going and how they've gotten a hold of my book will be a thing to find out probably through some, through, I, don't, I don't even go the way in which it's going to go, but I'm going to find out who's been selling it and how much they've been selling it for and how many they've actually sold. It's amazing how people can work together, and you can you can be blind to a lot of different things that people do. Now, could I, like I'm talking about being content and at peace, yeah, but I'm going to also find out the facts. And that's what I would say to you is just sometimes you don't have to get angry. Just seek out the facts. Seek out truth. That's what matters, and particularly if you're facing harassment, intimidation, and bullying, because they usually have the power, the resources, and the tools to cause chaos. But remember, you always have the choice of how things will turn out for your life, okay? They can do what they're going to do, and all those things are going to come out. And particularly, I'm really getting concerned about Medicare, uh, especially with the donut hole and them saying that people aren't actually getting their prescriptions. I thought maybe this was insulated, uh, isolated incidents, but I'm beginning to believe maybe that it's not, that there are millions of poor people out there just going along with how they're playing this game. Is it her insured harassers only the ones doing it? I don't know. But I do know there should be an investigation when millions of people who are on Medicare aren't receiving their prescriptions and how many people have died because of it. Does that make me angry? Woo! That really boils my water. My water. <laughs> oh, boy, today sometimes it gets really boring. That really just ticks me off, in other words. Because who who has the right to disrespect someone so? Everyone's life is important. And they shouldn't have the right to take Medicare from people who should be getting it. And the fact that they've been trying they've been hiding it and people have been exploiting it in Congress and no one else has investigated it, when people must have known, makes me angry. Makes my water, my blood boil. Did that take a while to get it out? Yeah, it did, but it came. So that's really, really important to me. So 
holidays always bring out uh, a lot of stress. And the reason why they do is we've got past memories. Some people have lost loved ones during the holidays. Personally, I've lost someone on Thanksgiving Day. It took me about 10 years to even recover to have a Thanksgiving after that. So there's a lot of things that happen uh, during uh, holidays, bad things, bad memories. Yeah, you can have all of those. But you also have great memories. I have some wonderful memories on the things that uh, my mother used to do for me for the holidays when I was a kid. Uh, Christmas was my favorite holiday because she would just pull out all the stops. My eyes would twinkle with such joy and excitement. So you have to make sure that you balance all the things that you have. Just don't look over on that bad side. That bad side will keep you down. Think about the good things that have happened. Because I personally believe no matter who you are, no matter how many tragedies you've had, you've got some good things that have happened in your life. Maybe they're very simple things that happen on a daily basis because a lot of times the things that happen daily are the most joyous things. They're the little things. That saying is really true. It's not necessarily the big things. It's the little things. It's the love. It's the joy. It's the peace. It's the contentment. That's what you should be banking your hopes and your dreams on moving forward, just the little things because they will move into bigger things. All right, so let's see if I, I want to make sure that I uh, talk about that. I have one actual article today, and I wanted to start off talking about uh, the holidays because they're coming up fast. I don't even know how we got to it. It's almost November at the end of this week, November, December. There we go, and the year is over. It's over. How have you done through this year? Have you made things happen that you wanted to? Did they go faster than you expected, slower than you expected? What's happened in your year? A collision, it sounds like maybe for, for many. There's, there's, there's thousands and thousands of them every year. But I want you to know that just as you may have just been in a collision recently, other people have made it through, and so will you. Will your life change? Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. won't. But the main key is to stay determined. Keep your courage. Stand tall. If someone tells you something you don't believe or you think is wrong, don't go their way just because you think that they know more than you. They don't know you more than you. You know you. They don't know you. They're just going off of what they think is the right thing. My mother has a saying, and my mother taught me this saying, and I've said it since I was a kid, and it goes like this. It says, I have to live with myself and so. I have to be, and that's very true. Just because somebody else says something or they believe it, and it might be right for them, who knows? I don't know. But I know that when we step into somebody else's shoes, they're not ours. We have to stay into our own shoes. We have to walk our own miles. We have to do our own thing. We have to stand for what we believe. Again, that's why I thought it was so wonderful for the migrants to say, we do not care what Trump is saying. We are walking to America. Because we know what America is about. Do you know what America is about? And you might just feel, you might be the one living here. They know what America is about. America is about freedom. It's about choice. It's about being able to live your life the way you design it, not the way somebody else is telling you to do so. All right, well, let me go ahead and start this article so that I make sure we get there. We get through in the alloyed time. Allowed it down? Okay, something like that. Okay. 
the article, the name of the article is says, Being Happy Through Holidays. Quote, and by the way, this is out on estraseattle.com, so you can go out and take a look. Is it possible to be happy through the holidays? Or is there far too many things life holds from the past or current issues to make being happy a viable option? Happiness through holidays means taking time to think on things which are unpleasant. Understanding ourselves and how we interact with problems provide insight on choosing how we shall interact in these situations, whether ignored, unresolved issues, or allowing or allowing others to push our buttons. What do I say to them? Take action which is in your best interest to remain calm and peaceful. So in other words, you know, when you're at home in the holidays and maybe family's doing drama, you don't have to do drama. You can choose not to do drama. You can choose not to let your buttons be pushed. You don't have to let harassers and intimidators push them either. You can choose how you're going to respond to how things are coming your way. You have a choice, right? Does that mean somebody might continue to try to push and push and push until they hit a button? You bet. A lot of people are like that. But if you feel a button go off, you know, like a fire is ignited in your spirit, pour a little water on it. Just pour a little water on it. You don't have to you don't have to go that way. You can choose how you're going to lead your life and when you're going to respond to something that's important to you. Holidays is too many emotions. It's definitely just not the time to try to uh, be set off by anyone. I'm gonna go on here. It says Take action which is in your best interest to remain calm and peaceful. This includes insurer or disability surveillance, which often targets insurers during the holiday season, and that is true. In fact, what they do is they think, oh, it's the holiday season. Uh, we'll go ahead and just put out these uh, investigators and also people that aren't investigators, just people who do their dirty deeds for them, and just take pictures or, or try to catch in some problem. Uh, compromising positions or something to intimidate to make you fearful or afraid or shame. Don't let any of those things happen. You remember one thing day to day, and if it's only one thing, remember this. You are your best advocate. You live your life to the best ability you can. When you can improve your life, you improve it. Don't, don't hold anything back because somebody else wants to bully you and make you ashamed. You stand up for who you are. And you keep moving forward no matter what that takes, okay? Your records already indicate your current condition. So don't be bullied into making, allowing them to make you feel scared or ashamed or intimidated. Those are their issues, not yours. So if you're injured, you just be who you are. Don't be afraid of them. When you're afraid of them, that's when they try to trip you up. You stand your ground in a good way, not a bad way. All right, let me go on. Sounds strange to you? Insured harassers try to bring insured down at weakest times. When's the weak time? The holidays. Maybe the year before you weren't injured. You were having a great time. You could do so many different things. You were in a better position physically, emotionally, financially. Whatever it was, you felt better than what you might feel right now. And that's okay. It's nothing wrong with acknowledging where you are. But you still can find contentment and peace and happiness in your situation. At the beginning of a season, make the choice to celebrate each event attending. 
A good idea is spending first couple of weeks prior to socializing, recognizing what buttons self, family, or friends, or even coworkers like to push in order to place you in a zone which creates unhappiness or brings up traumatic memories. I'm going to read this one again because it's really important. It says, insured harassers try hard to bring insured, you the policyholder, down at the weakest time. First of all, you're injured, you're sick, you're hurting, you're sad, okay? So that's, and that's okay. Like I said, it's okay. My challenge to you is, is being stronger when toughest times come your way. In fact, I believe internal determination and perseverance gets you through trouble unforeseen or even right before your eyes. So remember, that is really the key. Okay, let's go through this one by one. Happiness through the holidays means having a good perspective. At the beginning of the season, make the choice to celebrate each event attending. A good idea is spending the first couple of weeks prior to socializing uh, what, and figuring out which buttons that you, family, friends, and coworkers like to push in order to place you in a zone which creates unhappiness or brings up traumatic events, okay? So remember those things. It says, A, can heal or be placed in what I call the recovery room. In order to do this, we must be willing to take a good look at what is troubling, what's it about, and what is festering, and what can be done about the issue, okay? So you have to honestly be willing to look at yourself and say, what's going on inside me? And what can I do about it? The death of anyone special oftentimes causes grief, right? Grief is a long process. It's not a short-term process. Okay, a lot of times it takes about seven years to recover. It can take years to dissipate into comforting memories in ways which bring a smile, right? So you, you might be hurting now, but remember, some of those memories that just hurt so bad will become things that make you feel better and bring you joy and actually even bring you comfort because you remember the love of that person. Frankly, the type of wound often is placed in the recovery room. In other words, those kind of long-suffering ones are placed in the recovery room. In order to do this, we must be willing to take a good look at what is troubling, what's it about, why it's festering, and what can be done about the issue. The death of anyone special often causes grief. When I think on grief, I believe this is about missing love, missing the love one cared about who is gone. Oftentimes, this grief can take years to dissipate into into comforting memories in ways that bring a smile, okay? Frankly, this type of wound is often placed in the recovery room. Why? A layered approach to healing process occurs. In other words, it's like one thing, one piece of suffering and hurt uh, at a time kills it. This is a touchy, to- a touchy topic. It doesn't take much to bring out the pain, right? So if somebody's coming up to you talking about something that's really close to your heart and the pain is still deep, you know, it's, it kind of stirs those emer- emotions up like I was talking about before. So when your emotions are stirred up, it's easier to manipulate you. So you've got to remember that. When you feel that stir of emotions, Ask yourself, am I being manipulated? Therefore, decide what will be said about loved ones beforehand. So if you know something's going to trigger that something harmful or painful inside of you, 
think about which, how you're going to respond to that before you're asked that question. For example, someone may say, how is so-and-so? It's okay to say something like, I really miss them a lot since they're gone, but I'm doing my best to keep moving forward. So maybe in a year or two, I'll be ready to talk about this. Do you mind if we talk about another subject? Most people will understand about the sensitivity of the subject, right? Yet bullies or mean-spirited people will continue to bring up the topic until they can get a rise out of you. Because that's the purpose, right, to get a rise out of you? Well, don't let them get a rise. Just take it down and take it down and take it down a notch. Don't let them pull you down or pull you up and get you started, your emotions going. That's not necessary. Just take it down a step. You see somebody trying to raise it up? Take it down. You have the control to do that. You don't have to fall into that. When dealing with these types of people, move somewhere else. Just get away from them. Repeat what you do not wish to talk about until they stop or remind them of their own wounded spots if they persist and then move on. Then they won't follow you around because they, they like to actually stir yours up, but they don't like their pot being stirred, right? They have an emotional pot too. Everyone carries one around. Okay. Let's see. Sometimes it's hard to get away from people who are jealous, hurting themselves, and want to take it out on someone whom they think will take their bad behavior. What do I call those people? Bullies. Therefore, especially insured abuses, you deserve to be happy through the holidays, even while the, even while dealing with things that are currently wounding or in the past. In other words, if they come around trying to bring up stories that they've read about or trying to harass you to make you feel bad, don't feel bad. Don't take their crap. That shows you they don't have a lot of moral integrity anywhere. They wouldn't be bothering you. Does this mean you can easily forget trauma, such as a car collision? Absolutely not. What it means is that you can measure your response to yourself and to other people. Remember that. You can measure your response. That's what I meant when I said they take it up. You take it down a notch. You have choices. You could do that. See here, where am I here? I'm going to start here. It says, does this mean you can easily forget trauma, such as a car collision? Absolutely not. What it means is that you can be measured in your response to self and other people. Hope can still be a part of life during suffering. Did you hear that? Hope, happiness, and contentment, in my opinion, can still be a part of life during suffering. And you can choose to expose as much of yourself as desired during the holidays. Maybe you want to expose what's, what's, making, what's causing your pain. Maybe you don't. That's up to you. It's not up to somebody else's shoes to make it happen. It's about you. It's your business. You choose. When can peace, comfort, and joy at holidays bring you? What can peace, comfort, and joy at holidays bring you? Often a smile, occasional laughter, a pleasant memory. We are often amazed by telling a story at, about something that makes you feel and others feel happy at times. I mean, there's something that's happened in everyone's life that they can share that's funny or silly. But it will make you laugh or make you forget about some of your pain for a little bit. You may, well, you may not be able to stop the feeling, but at least you can actually go on and, and be encouraged by something else. 
So what you can do, the joy of the holiday season doesn't mean forgetting what is happening in life. It means being grateful for still being here on earth with a purpose to continue regardless of the obstacles which are coming your way. There is a peace and a hope, a happiness and contentment. There are people around you who wish to be supportive and caring when facing hard times. And why is that? Because we all face hard times, and we all know that it's it's sad when we're hurting. We know that. And that's why we want to encourage those we love, we care about, or ourselves, whatever it means. It says here, write a list of the top questions you wish no one would ask you and decide what to say about them before the holiday event. When anyone asks these questions, you'll be prepared and you'll already know what you want to say, and that way you can go on and keep a balance of contentment and happiness and move forward without actually being pulled down or getting a rise out of you, whichever way that's trying to work. And by the way, it is always good to have five topics to discuss with anyone, anywhere, that are general and lighthearted, right? So if somebody's bringing up a topic you don't want to talk about, you can change the switch the, the subject, change the topic, whatever is necessary. So you don't have to stay there. You can choose that. And if you have five things you like to talk about, make sure that you uh, have those in mind before going to an event. And by the way, if you're injured, you just got in a collision recently, make sure that you don't try to stay out longer or exhaust yourself when you know you don't have a lot of energy. Decide to go. You can decide to go at the first part, stay an hour or two, and say, I've got to go. I've got to go get some rest. Most people will understand. Or if it's even in your home, decide that you are going to go upstairs and rest because you're tired. That's okay. And it's actually a good thing to do. It says, often we take this world for granted until some loss happens, right? Thinking every day will be the same, but sometimes it's just not true. Therefore, take the time to appreciate being here on earth when right now. Have goodwill towards men and women that improve the journey for all of us. And if you've been involved in a car accident recently, please remember to take it easy. Share in the work and don't try to do everything like you perhaps you're the one who usually does a lot of the work, you're going to have to spread it out among other people who are there. Don't try to do it all on yourself, on your own, or actually reduce your load, whichever works for you. So just, uh, let me see, it says, use the holidays to be happy, not in a fraudulent way, but sincere. It will encourage those around you to find something new to talk about next year when you meet them again if the Lord says the same, right? That's what it's about. Being content. Does that mean the bad things don't happen to all of us? Yes, they do. Does that mean you might be suffering right now? That's true. But you're listening to me and you're being encouraged, and that's what it's about. That's all it takes. And I'm not saying look far into the future or far into the past. I'm saying stay with where we are right here, right now. Think about what makes you happy or what makes will make you happy. Maybe you're in a bad place right now, but you've got a future dream. Think on that dream. Think on those hopes. I know that you can do that, and I know that you can find happiness and contentment in a bad place. You know, it's funny. There's a movie called Glory, and it's, a, it's actually a war movie. And uh, the colonel goes out because he sees all of his men and at night going out singing and dancing and 
being joyful, and they're in the middle of war, and they're saying, well, how can these men be so at peace and relaxed, right? Because they've learned how to shift their mind. And that's sometimes what we have to do. Is we have to shift our mind into being happy and content. Does that mean those men didn't go out to war? And, and in fact, they later died. But they were enjoying life while they were here. And they did all that they could with their lives. And that's what we have to do, including supporting insured civil rights legislation, going to be one of the main ways it happens for people involved in car accidents or policyholders. Thank you so much for being with me today. I appreciate you being here. I hope you learned something to take you through the day. Make sure you come back tomorrow when 12 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and join me, Estra, on Talking About You with Estra, the podcast and the radio. Remember to go out and subscribe to estrascarbrickhelp.com. I really need your help. Thanks for your time, and I'll see you tomorrow.